0: Hi, everyone. I'm Christy Ryan, writer of Lady Luna Spice Shop and the voice of Ash Montgomery. And I'm here with Liv Hirsch, editor and the voice
1: of Lady Luna. We wanted to take a minute to thank you for listening to our show. We know you've heard this before, but we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you.
0: And as we close out season two, we want to offer you the opportunity to put yourself in the spice shop.
1: Everyone who rates and reviews the show starting right this very minute. We'll get a chance to have their name featured as a potion requester in Season 3.
0: Rating and reviewing your favorite podcasts really helps Mm -hmm. out creators. So if you enjoy spending time with our magical folk, please rate us 5 stars in Apple Podcasts and head over to our Patreon for all kinds of behind-the-scenes content from us. Yeah, we talk about
1: our lives, the characters' lives, (laughs) the blood, sweat, and chaos that goes into some of our (laughs) favorite episodes, and we compete for prizes. Really? Yeah, you owe me a pizza. I want my pizza.
0: (sighs) Thank you all so much for your support over the last two seasons. We appreciate every single one of you.
1: Today's episode marks our season finale for season two.
0: We look forward to inviting you back into the Spy Shop in June 2022 for our third and final season of Lady Luna's Spy Shop.
1: Thank you for listening, and enjoy the show.
2: Welcome to Lady Luna's Spice Shop.
1: Apprentices, behind me at once. That's him. The guy from the energy lesson.
2: Hat man! You, young violent one, may call me the accountant. Violent?
1: I demand you vacate my establishment
2: at once. Ah, demands. Uh, How delusional. You will do as I say. Hmm. What a lovely home you have created for these, uh, vermin. Why, they nearly blend in.
0: She said get out.
2: Ah, you, the vigilante. Have you any idea the trouble you have caused me? Me? She hasn't done anything to you. Oh, they are unaware. Fascinating. No matter. When I'm through with the both of you, the world shall finally be free once more.
1: That is quite enough. Luna, what are you doing? I will not allow you to threaten my children's safety. Uh, Let us help you. Both of you, listen to me. Stay alert, stay smart, stay hidden.
2: What? I assure you, Master Luna, locking your mistakes away will not aid you here.
1: There is no reason the apprentices should be present for this discussion.
2: How presumptuous of you to assume there will be a discussion.
1: If my knowledge is correct, you deal in contracts. This is correct. A discussion is therefore warranted.
2: You believe you're capable of striking a bargain with me?
1: Would you be standing here otherwise?
2: That is quite the
1: risk. How simple it would have been for you to solve this problem the very first moment you contacted my apprentice.
2: And when would that have been? Do not play dumb with me. You allowed him to wander into my den completely unprepared. He would have been mine.
1: And yet he was not. Every moment you attempted to contact him, his strength set him free.
2: Uh, Not his strength in skill. His strength in admiration for you.
1: He was always able to find a way to stay in the light.
2: Mm, Very impressive, I must admit. Could I have lured him away on multiple occasions? Most assuredly. Could I have eliminated him with the use of my beacons? Why, yes, of course. Could I have approached him at that quaint little pub and made quite the scene? Well, I will leave that up to your imagination.
1: And yet, here you stand. My apprentice, alive. Ash Montgomery, alive. They have yet to harm a soul. There was no need for them to learn such things about themselves.
2: I must say I'm quite impressed by your ability to hide their pasts all these years. But to hide it from the vermin themselves? Ruthless, indeed.
1: I do not operate off of preconceived notions. A foreign concept to your ears, surely.
2: Oh, your reckless idea of forgiveness has endangered this world for more than two decades.
1: And yet the planet continues to spin. Human, animal, and magical folk alike move through their daily lives as they otherwise would. Your practices are antiquated and violent.
2: (laughs) Violent? More violent than the boy?
1: Never violent in the way your kind concerns
2: themselves with. And yet, the beasts.
1: Rarely sighted.
2: Yes, and do you know why that is?
1: I am uninterested in your supposed information.
2: Uh, Still, the beast's throne.
1: Any being capable of wielding magical energy is also capable of beast creation.
2: Uh, This is true. And how our common enemies rejoice every moment the violent one attempts to wield his magical energy.
1: You have no proof of this.
2: Correct again. However, we only speak of the boy in this moment. Allow us to consider the other.
1: Please. Ash Montgomery is as innocent in this as anyone.
2: Innocent? How humorous.
1: Her master is unaware of the role her apprentice plays.
2: We shall not lie to each other, Master Luna.
1: It it is not- Master
2: Aurora and I had words earlier this day. No. Calm yourself. She lives.
1: This is not Aurora's doing. The burden belongs to me. Ah,
2: a truth and a lie. You see, Master Aurora participated.
1: At my insistence.
2: Matters not. She housed an unauthorized specimen, taught the vigilante of her magical energy.
1: You know such things are not easily hidden from those who possess the ability.
2: Ah, yes, indeed I do. And so we created a method of which to deal with these vermin. A method that you and Master Aurora violated. You are aware of the punishment for this crime? I am. You are prepared to serve it?
1: Will you allow the
2: apprentices to go on as they are? (sighs) Absolutely not. What an absurd notion. I say, what has become of you?
1: What will it take to send you
2: away? After all these years running and hiding, Master Luna... I do believe you know the only price to pay.
1: There must be another way.
2: No other soul contract survives.
1: You do not know that.
2: Insulting my profession, of course I know.
1: But none of the others survived for this long. Perhaps the contract qualifies for revision.
2: We waste time, I'm afraid. Might we move on with this? I would like to finally complete this mission after so many years.
1: You wish to commit your crime in my very own shop?
2: The only criminal here is
1: you. You wish me to gaze upon this heinous act with my very own eyes?
2: Only if you prefer.
1: My own apprentice.
2: You have brought this pain upon yourself. There are plenty of other magically competent children in the world. If only you had chosen wisely.
1: My apprentice was a wise choice, as was Master Aurora's apprentice. They are as magically competent as anyone else.
2: Exactly the very issue I am here to correct, before it is too late. Now, if you would be so kind as to release them. Never. My orders do not include the elimination of a master. However...
1: I will do what it takes to keep them safe.
2: If only your self-sacrifice meant something. I will take them, whether you stand before me with a beating heart or not.
1: I am prepared to do whatever it takes.
2: I grow bored of this exchange. Please release the vermin before I am forced to take action of my own. It would be a pity to see this glorious shop burn to the ground.
0: You've got to be kidding. It worked! Luna! Felix!
2: <laughs> what stupendous timing.
0: Shut up, you freak. Luna, we're coming to help! I'm gonna kick you into the burning cauldron fire so hard! Heavens!
1: This cannot be! Curtain, resume! Um.
2: Oh, thank the cauldron. This continuous act of defiance displeases me, Master Luna.
1: I've had quite about enough of this wearisome exchange.
2: As have I. Shall we?
1: Mm, A duel? To the death?
2: (laughs) What an offer! ...and ah, how tempting it is. However, you'll understand my focus is elsewhere.
1: Do you require the entirety of your magical strength in order to defeat the children?
2: They are many years into adulthood.
1: And yet you fear them.
2: We all fear them. I stand in your establishment to rid the world of this particular fear...
1: They do not fear them.
2: You do not know logic.
1: Mm, Perhaps so. However, they do not strike fear into the hearts of their loved ones either.
2: I do not understand the purpose of your words.
1: In fact, my apprentice himself said to me just recently that you do not seem afraid of him. Do you fear him, my apprentice?
2: Well, of course.
1: Mm, yes, you've mentioned this. I must say, I do not believe you. In fact, I do not believe you are who you say you are.
2: How dare you accuse me of this?
1: I must demand you place your proof before
2: me. You would like proof? How is this for proof? <laughs> <laughs> you believe me now?
1: Please!
2: I must say, I underestimated you, Master Luna. You have evaded my searches for more than a decade, and you stand before me, dripping with more magical energy than I have seen in some time. I take you to be a worthy opponent.
1: Oh, I appreciate these words of respect... Does this mean you will spare the
2: Apprentices? Mm, absolutely not. However, I will offer you a bargain after all. A bargain? Indeed! I believe the time has come to break your truce with Master Aurora. No! You know what this means.
1: Please! Aurora and I have come to an understanding
2: this understanding is no more. This decision belongs only to you.
1: I cannot make this decision lightly.
2: I will give you two weeks.
1: Two weeks?
2: And before you choose your own apprentice remember the girl's fate. We eliminate both contracts in the spirit of justice. Otherwise the girl would walk free.
1: They should both walk free.
2: Your apprentice, however, is why the contracts exist in the first place.
1: I cannot be expected to
2: decide. (sighs) You have two weeks, and do not allow certain thoughts to cross your mind. This shop is bound to the ground by my beacons. And if you, any of you, disappear in the wind... My beacons will follow. Enjoy these final weeks. I know I will.
1: <laughs> this has been Lady Luna's Spice Shop, presented by Studio T Rose, episode 45 Two Weeks Notice. Today's episode was written by Christy Ryan and edited by Liv Hirsch, with executive producer Christy Ryan. The voice of Felix is Scott McLeod. The voice of Luna is Liv Hirsch. The voice of Ash is Christy Ryan. The voice of the accountant is Carl Bergwall. Our logo was designed by Anthony Philippus. If you enjoyed the show, you can follow us on Twitter at Studio T-Rose or donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash studio T-Rose. You can also find us online at studiotrose.com. And thanks for listening.